Hey everybody, welcome back to Quick Tips Tuesday. And today I'm gonna to tell you what you need to do to start considering yourself to be an internet marketer. If you're a small business owner or an entrepreneur, you can no longer think of internet marketing as something someone else does for you and you kind of dabble in. You have to become an internet marketing expert. And I'm gonna give you the top three reasons why right after this. So I got a call the other day from a former client. Uh, we did some SEO work from them as well as a website and everything had been going well on that side, but something in the dashboard of her WordPress website wasn't working. So she asked me to take a look into it. I sent it to my team and we started chatting. She said, uh, what's going on now? What's the latest trends that we're seeing? That she had been having some issues trying to figure out how to generate more leads from online. Now the SEO that we had done was fine, but SEO is just a foundational that helps people get seen organically. Now, for some businesses, they're real sales driven, where it's a higher ticket item. In her case, she was a credit card processing company. So most of her sales come from direct sales. That means interaction and contact with companies and small businesses and people who are going to use her credit card processing system. And that's usually an opportunity type sale. So it requires a lot of people out there in the, uh, in the market, some of your sales team knocking on doors, keeping in touch with people because sometimes they'll be on six, 12, two year contracts. And you gotta catch them at that time when they're really ticked off with their uh, payment processing company. Uh, so it's kind of like an opportunity type sale. So internet marketing for her was something she always thought of as some techie guy is gonna do it for her, it's gonna generate some leads and she's kind of hands off on that. But once we got started talking about what was working for her, had worked in the past, we understood that the way she had generated business for years, I mean, I think she's been in business something like 15, 20 years, was before was knocking on doors and talking, going to networking groups. Well, 2020, we couldn't be doing, we weren't able to do that anymore. So I asked her, well, what is she doing for direct contact online? Is she using LinkedIn? Is she using her Facebook effectively? And she wasn't. She was kind of passively dangling, dangling out, uh, you know, pieces of information, blog posts she had been doing and, uh, you know, bolstering the SEO, but she already ranked high for that from the work we did. So we went through it and we came up with these top three things that she should have been doing in her business. Now, number one, since she was kind of like a direct sales type of business in the first place, just replicated online. She was frustrated. She said she was gonna start getting in the car and start driving around. Well, we said, why not just do that online? So take LinkedIn. That's the number one B2B type uh, sales tool right now available. You can go and knock on doors through LinkedIn. You can actually pay for their 60 or $70 monthly service and filter through the types of businesses. She knew about one or two demographics that she could target from the past. She could go in and filter through that and just start doing some value add uh, communications with some of these people and developing those relationships online. Now that saves gas, that saves time of driving around and knocking on doors and you can do that online and she could get customers from any number of cities and states around us. Number two, in order to do that, you have to have some sort of value add, some sort of uh, lead generation uh, in piece of information. Maybe that's a handout, a PDF, a video that's going to tell them what differentiates your business from some of the others so that they can keep in mind when that opportunity time comes, the contracts up with their current uh, processing uh, company or 
they're ticked off and they're gonna get out of the contract, which happens all the time as well. What was that piece of information, that lead generation material? So we came up with some ideas and we came up with about two or three that might work for her. So what's important about that is that A, if you're gonna be doing direct sales or direct contact, you gotta be thinking about what's that piece of information that you're gonna give them, offer them, that's gonna get them to know a little bit more about your business, be interested because you gave them some sort of offer or presentation of why you're different. Maybe you're gonna save them money, maybe it's gonna be faster, maybe it's gonna be lower fees, whatever your specific angle is, she had to have that in hand as well. And number three, what makes all of that kind of come together is really understanding your ideal audience, your avatar as they call it, your ideal customer. What makes them tick? Now there's many different industries that use payment uh, processors online, but there's so many different demographics in what they're looking for. Some are volume-based, so they're looking for a volume-based discount of some sort. Some are different certain types of businesses, so they need uh, a specific type of software tool or availability, like let's say on a mobile device. There's so many different angles to it. I was like, what type, what is your ideal avatar? And that took some thinking for her. And it was a great opportunity for her to really kind of drill down and think, what are my ideal customers? Well, in our conversation, we came up with two different types. One was like a long-term relationship she was looking to have, and that was gonna take six, 12 months, maybe even longer sometimes to develop that relationship. But when they came in, that was a big ticket sale for her. And the other one was kind of like the meat and potatoes customer. That was gonna be the one that puts meat on the table that isn't necessarily your big, huge contract or they don't have a lot of uh, payments that they're processing every month, but you stack up enough of them through relationships and your lead generation, it was gonna put food on the table to help pay the bills every month. So just during an hour call, we kind of came up with three different areas that she could really focus on with internet marketing and thinking of online as an extension of what she is good at and what she had done in the past. She said that really helped her out and that was a big weight off of her shoulders to stop thinking of internet marketing as some uh, abstract idea that is takes technical uh, prowess and you have to code. Sometimes it's just thinking, what do I do good offline and how do I take that online and save time and effort and energy at the, uh, in the same uh, space. And the last thing was to really hone in and think of start thinking of yourself as an internet marketer. I told her, why don't you start thinking of yourself as an internet marketer? And she said it out loud and she thought, oh, that's, that's kind of cool. I'm gonna be an internet marketer. Really, it's like she had been in sales for so long, she didn't know that she could actually just translate those same skills and activities online in a way that didn't make her uh, take her out of her comfort zone. As a matter of fact, it created leverage points in time and, and uh, the ability to touch multiple people every single day just by utilizing some uh, uh, marketing strategies and applying them online. I hope that helped. That was our Quick Tips Tuesday. Uh, thanks again, and we'll see you next week. Oh, and by the way, I'm gonna be starting Small Business Saturday also. So. Upcoming, I believe this week will be the first one, Small Business Saturday, which is completely focused on small local businesses, those businesses with a retail location or a service-based business in a particular city or suburb or area. Stay tuned. Thank you for listening. Subscribe, like, and share. Talk soon.